0: Yo, 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 you know the deal. All right, you read the title. You obviously know we're talking about Archie Baines of the Vancouver Canucks, the most important person in Surrey, British Columbia, next to who? Uh, the person who invented Chutney's Indian Grill. Okay, you know that place, uh, the Chipotle of Indian food? Anyways, let's talk R. T. Baines. Let's talk the Young Star Tournament. And let's talk more about Quinn Hughes become the captain of your Vancouver Canucks. <laughs> let's do it. Another episode of Locked on Canucks. Your Locked
1: On Canucks, your daily podcast on the Vancouver Canucks. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.
0: Welcome, welcome, welcome to another episode of Locked On Canucks. My name is Kyle Bowen, that's K-Y-L-E-B-A-J-W-A-N. But more importantly... Uh, This is the show where we give you your Canucks every day, yes, every day. Uh, Speaking of which, right, Trevor Beggs uh, was actually on another hockey podcast uh, talking to our potential new rivals in the Pacific Division, right? Could the LA Kings be that team? Because if you think about it, uh, that's the competition. That really is. That really is. And we'll post that conversation later on in the week. And the plan was to not do anything today, take the day off. But that doesn't feel right. It doesn't feel right to our subscribers, our followers. Uh, why? Because we promise you new episodes every day. I think moving forward, if we're not gonna be there for an episode, we gotta give you, we gotta give you like a like a one day notice at the minimum. Why? Because this is the pros, and it's your Canucks every day. Speaking of your Canucks, uh, are they moving to Surrey? No, no chance. No chance. Why? Because Vancouver is beautiful. Vancouver is a place. It's always going to be the Vancouver Canucks. And Surrey is just, it's Surrey. Now it's home, but it's Surrey. And speaking of home, it's, it's infamously known for a lot of things. Collectively, right? If you talk to people outside of Surrey and ask them about Surrey, they're either scared or, again, bringing up. Bringing up the dark stuff. And rightfully so, because when it comes to the media and the news and the buzz around Surrey, it's really only the bad stuff. But that's slowly going to change. Why? Because the future lives there. Speaking of the future, we got to talk about it. T. Baines. Now I know I'm just Kyle Bowen. I noted this many times on the program. I'm just Kyle Bowen. I'm just getting back into the world of hockey. Uh, this ain't 2013. This ain't 2016. This is 2023. And prior to me taking this job here at Locked On Canucks, I was taking a break. So my uh, my grasp of things, it's not it's not concrete. That being said, I'm diving into this the right way, doing it for you, and doing the research, and, and tapping in. And I was listening to an episode of Rink Wide, and this quote from Faber really got me thinking. Okay, uh, l- let's Play it.
2: Baines, Carlson, Klamovic, Tristan Nielsen. Who do you want and who do you think will be the first to play an NHL game from that group? From that group, I, I think I would go with Archie Baines just from the fact that, and you know what, Nielsen could be put into this category as well, but just being so versatile and guys that can kill penalties and learn how to be on a power play in the AHL, but also be there with the man short and be able to be five on five, defensively responsible these are the type of things that get you the call-up, right? You don't get the call-up from scoring the prettiest goals like Danilo Klimovich does. You get the call-up from the coach being like, okay, I trust this player enough to suggest him to the NHL head coach, right? If you look at Jeremy Carlton, I think he's done an excellent job evolving what Danilo Klimovich's game has become. But he's also done an excellent job just turning Nielsen into a guy, right? Like turning Tristan Nielsen into a guy because of the fit that he's been able to have with the Abbotsford team. And when you see a guy like that who can play all three positions, be able to kill penalties, power play, and and have effective roles on both those special teams units as well. I mean, Tristan Nielsen generates a lot of, you know, shorthanded chances for himself, even with the man down. He's also a guy that carries the puck in on the power play. It's not like he's just a passenger on that unit. But I I think Baines, with the size that he has, if he's able to kind of add a step this summer and I know he's been staying here, obviously local kid, he's working out in Surrey, working out in Delta as well, so getting him an opportunity to stay around and talk with the organization and work closely with them, I think it's going to give him the biggest leg up out of that group there, but long term, I, I think you're looking at Danilo Klimovich. it just might be a little bit more building down the road for him, and he would be the one I, I think a lot of us would be more excited, right? If this guy makes the NHL, he's got a rocket of a shot, looks like the AHL Ovechkin right now when he's on the power play unit for Abbotsford, but Right now, it's, I think it's Archie Baines is going to be the first one to get an opportunity just because of how good he is on the penalty kill. We saw the the power play last year where he scored two short-handed goals on in the playoffs, and he was effective throughout. I think he's a leader. Local kid's going to bleed for that jersey, being a guy who grew up, you know, taking the SkyTrain in from Surrey to come up and watch playoff games, all those type of things. I'm going to go with Archie Baines being the first one that breaks through of that group. And, and honestly, I hope to see Baines at the Young Stars Tournament again this year because he was, he was impressive last year. He caught all of our eye for sure.
0: Again, shout-out to Rink-Wide and that quote and Jeff Patterson and, more importantly, Chris Faber, okay? I'm pretty sure this guy invented podcasting in Vancouver, the West Coast, the best coast of Canada. Faber speaks the truth most of the time, for real. I mean, you all assume at the end of the day this is sportscasting, uh, but Faber's word is, again, the truth. And for him to single out T. Baines, it means a lot. Uh, the bias in me, obviously... Loves it because I'm from Surrey and I love Surrey and I do want the narrative to change. And people like Arshdeep, uh, let's be real, let's be honest, can help that change. Now, more on that later because uh, we don't got to dive into deeply about the philosophy. This is locked on Canucks. It's your Canucks every day. Uh, Let's talk about the hockey. The hockey. I'm pretty sure Arshdeep Bangs is going to be a really, really important player for the Vancouver Canucks. Now, maybe not this year. But down the road, when things really matter, he could be that guy. And that guy is all over the place when it comes to uh, the prominent spectrum of what is a good hockey player, right? Could he be a Michael Amadio type of player? A guy who put up some goals in the playoffs. A great bottom six player for, again, a championship winning team. Sure. Could he be a Barkley Goudreau type of player? Sure. Could he be an Terry Lekanen type of player? Sure. Those are important guys for championship teams. And that's what, again, the West Coast, the best Coast deserves. It's time to think like that. It's time to think like that. And let's say he does become one of those guys. uh, There's a small chance. Yes, a small chance uh, because, you know, he's from up the street in Surrey that, you know, he's taking a little bit of a discount when he's progressing. And that helps in the long run. Uh, we live in a salary cap league, right? And look at how uh, this, the salary cap is changing things across the league, right? You're you're seeing like that middle class of NHL players really being squeezed out when it comes to making, what, $3 million, $2.5 million? I feel as if that number is so rare these days for those types of guys. And don't get me wrong. I want R.C. Baines to get paid, to do some Surrey. Uh, we got to get paid. The future lives there. Uh, we deserve it. Uh, But but again, I'm getting ahead of myself, and I feel as if he's one of those guys that when, again, he starts reaching his potential, there's a chance that he stays long-term because of that bias and that love and that passion he has for the Vancouver Canucks. Uh, We got a lot of passionate people in Surrey, a lot of loyal people, more notably in Surrey. And I could definitely see a long-term connection with Archdeep and the Vancouver Canucks. Now, I mentioned those bottom six players. We do got to note that Arshdeep, on top of just being super intelligent and a true pro, a real pro, and that professionalism is going to get him to where he's got to go. I'm pretty sure there's that small chance that he does does become a Burroughs type. And now now I'm getting ahead of myself. But I got it because I'm hoping for the best for my brother. My brother, I don't even know this guy from Surrey, British Columbia. Again, this guy put up points points as an overager in the dub, but he put up points. Uh, Correct me if I'm wrong. Did he not lead the league in scoring before signing with the Vancouver Canucks? R.C. Bance could be a big part of the Vancouver Canucks, and now the philosophy isn't sprinkled in, right? He could be a big part of the changing of the narrative in Surrey, British Columbia, and I care about that. I know this is not locked on Surrey, you're Surrey every day, but again, I care about that. That's home. That's my city. Those are my neighbors. And I've been around. I've been around this this industry, right? The studio industry, uh, whatever you want to call this, the entertainment industry in the city, uh, for years and years and years and years and years. And I've been super blessed to meet a lot of other entre- entrepreneurs and dreamers and people who want to get into the space. And those same people. And I'm telling you, this is the truth. 100% of those people would never, ever have meetings in Surrey. They don't want to come to Surrey. They don't want to link up in Surrey. They don't want to dis- discuss their dreams in Surrey. If they're not from Surrey, they're not crossing the bridge. Why? Because they're scared. They're scared. But you don't hear much much good things in the media about Surrey, British Columbia. One of the most infamous places in all of Canada. And that narrative can change when more people are doing brighter things, extraordinary things, and R.C. Baines has that opportunity, okay? He does. He does. <laughs> no pressure, though. Just go go out and play hockey. And I think I can say these things openly without thinking that I'm adding more to his play because, again, it's been pretty clear that this guy is and will always be a true professional who loves hockey. Uh, nothing is getting in the way of R. T. Bangs's way. That is just the truth. The guy's going to be a really, really important player for the Vancouver Canucks, and we mentioned him not just because of the Surrey thing, but because of the young star lineup. And it got, it got, it got put out today, right? Was it today? I think this morning. Uh, do we have the picture? Can we talk about some of those players? Uh, we're not going to go through all the players, but notable players that I'm looking at to. You know, stand out. They got to stand out on this tournament or at this tournament is Aturatu, uh, R.C. Baines, you mentioned him, Akito Hirose. I I do want to see a lot from Philip Johansson as well. And who's another guy? Oh, yeah, Danila Klimovich. What can those guys do? Aiden McDonough, Cole McWard, uh, they saw some game time last year with the big club. Oh, What are those guys going to do? Uh, Not a lot of top-end talent when it comes to this organization and their prospect pool. Uh, We've seen the list, right? Uh, There's not a lot of Canucks in the top 50 of NHL prospect pools. But can that middle class, again, that middle class that is getting squeezed when it comes to the dollars they're getting paid, uh, can that middle class become prominent with that crop of players for the version of the Vancouver Canucks down the road that will be competing for Stanley Cup's? I think so. I think so. Speaking of competing for those Stanley Cups, Quinn Hughes obviously gonna be a big part of that, and obviously gonna be the first guy to touch it whenever uh, the uh, the uh, the dream comes true for us over here on the West Coast, the best coast of Canada. Uh, we're gonna get to a comment from one of our one of our fans, one of our people on the show, uh, that uh, was a little pessimistic. I don't I don't think there's any truth to this, but I get the angle. I'm gonna touch on that. After the break, because we got a shout out FanDuel, right? Uh, what did Trevor say about FanDuel?
2: All
1: right. Well, speaking of the blue and green, my Seahawks absolutely crumbled uh. on Sunday. And you know what? Uh, I'm going to shout out FanDuel and try to ignore the Seahawks here. So football season is kicked off and FanDuel is giving you the chance to win all season long, baby. Because right now, when you bet on a Super Bowl winner... You can get bonus bets every time they win in the regular season. Just pick any team to win the Super Bowl, and you'll get bonus bets for every victory. Uh, a bit of a sad Sunday for me. I, I, I've i heard some Seahawks Super Bowl love out there, surprisingly. Oh I'm, not, I'm not quite there. I'm not quite there at all, especially after week one. Kyle, are you feeling better about your Packers after week one? That was a pretty convincing victory over one of the saddest teams in
0: football case, okay, so like I'm not getting ahead of myself and thinking we're going to win the Super Bowl, you know, the Green Bay Packers. Uh, we beat the Bears. The Bears are so sad. They're so pathetic. So pathetic. Uh, we look good, and Jordan Love ultimately looked good. Uh, we took a step in the right direction, and I feel good about the overall uh, trajectory of the team over the next couple of years, but uh, I'm not delusional like you and your Seahawks fans banking on Geno Smith doing it again and doing it even more, okay? The the Seahawks, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna call them a sad organization, but they got humbled a bit. Uh, luckily, it was over uh, early on in the season, and hopefully you didn't put a lot of money online uh, using the FanDuel app.
1: Yeah, exactly. No, I I am in a pick and pool at my pub. I was tied for first in my league with uh, some bucks on the table going into Sunday night, but I picked the Giants. So anyways, that was sad. (laughs) But hey, no matter who you're betting on, make sure you do it on FanDuel. And again, you pick that Super Bowl winner, you get bonus bets every time they win. You can use those bonus bets on spreads, player props, overs, unders, and more. So visit fanduel.com slash locked on and start earning bonus bets with America's number one sportsbook. That's fanduel.com slash
0: locked on. People, people, before we get back to the show, baby, I gotta tell you that new episodes of Locked On Canucks will be available wherever you stream podcasts and on YouTube at 4.20 p.m. for no reason at all. Okay, new episodes every day. At 4.20 p.m., again, wherever you stream podcasts and on YouTube, let's get back to the show. Okay, okay. You're back on Locked on Canucks. Again, it's your Canucks every day. Uh, Make sure to subscribe and hit the like button on YouTube and follow us wherever you stream. Your podcast and uh, remember on Spotify you can actually leave comments on episodes and if you want to leave us a comment on the Apple podcast side just leave us a review and make the note read this on the show because uh, we care about our listeners man not just our viewers okay for real man oh man the viewers man they want uh, a post game show after every game involving Kyle Bowen and Trevor Bags. I'll say that again Trevor Bags and Kyle Bowen and the people and uh, we might have to do it, man. We might have to do it, for real. Uh, we got to give the people what they want. And that's because they're pretty much allowing us to live the dream. I mean, I've said this many times, man, for real. Uh, we are so blessed to be doing this. And I know our studios uh, on the don't Do side of things uh, really appreciates this. And uh, uh, we got we got the right people here, man. The right people here are trying to trying to do a lot for Vancouver, but also trying to change the narrative. In Surrey, so again, we're super blessed to have this conversation with you on the daily and talk all things Vancouver uh, Canucks. It's a it's a dream come true, right? It's a dream come true. On that note, uh, it's probably a dream come true for Quinn Hughes to become a captain of an NHL team. I know he alluded to you know him growing up and dreaming about the Stanley Cup and other things and. Uh, The captaincy would be somewhat of a bonus when it came to, again, his trajectory as an NHL player. But come on. Come on. Come on. Uh, The greats, they want to lead. They want to lead. I'm pretty sure he has dreamt of this moment, and it's come true. He's the captain of one of the most important teams in hockey, the Vancouver Canucks. And because of it, somebody else is not a captain and we're going to get to that on Comet corner welcome to Comet corner powered by paraphrasing this comment is from our canucks for life
2: i'm pretty sure there's a good chance if you know what i mean that Petey doesn't sign cause he wasn't named captain i'm a little scared
0: one love to the commenter for leaving us the production uh, making our job a little bit easier and uh you know again Everyone is entitled to their own Canuck opinions, right? It is what it is. That being said, I don't think this is true. I don't think this is true. And this doesn't need a five-minute speech, a monologue about Pedersen's attitude, his potential attitude towards, again, another guy being the captain of a team where you're probably the best player on the team and a workhorse and a motor and a leader. But Pedersen is is also that guy. Uh, He's also mentioned as being super cerebral. I think that's the word. And it kind of ties into not only being super intense, but also very, very intelligent. And yeah, he may be the best players on this team, if not the best player on the team, but I'm pretty sure he understands that that title could also go to Quinn Hughes. And that's not a slight on EP40. That's just the truth. EP, uh, Quinn Hughes, for that matter, is, is that damn good and is going to get a lot better. A lot better. I'm pretty sure Petterson understands why he would also be that other guy who, at the end of the day, got the captaincy. Quinn Hughes is really good, and Peterson knows. And Peterson knows that Quinn Hughes is also a great leader. He leads by example. How do we know that? Because he clearly gets better every summer and he holds himself accountable. That leadership group, right? Quinn Hughes, Patterson, JT Miller, Thatcher Demko. Accountability is on top of the list, not just for them, but uh, they need to be able to dish it out within the room. That's how you stop the bleeding. Uh, we've mentioned this all week. The Vancouver Canucks, uh, again, a lot of pressure a lot of pressure and the city deserves the best. They got to take the next step. They got to pull off somewhat of a miracle to, to go from a bottom dwelling team to a team that's entering the playoffs and going to do so every year. It, it, in most cases that doesn't happen year by year, but for this team with this amount of talent and their salary cap situation, they got to do it. Got to pull off somewhat of a miracle and uh, we can talk about all the, the talent and the skill and the players and Kuzmenko and Besser and what if those guys exceed expectations and blah, blah, blah. Uh, what if Heronik does this thing? Dude, individually, some good, good things could happen for an offensively gifted team. But ultimately, uh, the core leadership group has to hold this team accountable on a daily so they can stop the bleeding. Uh, you know, when, uh, when a team is experiencing a two-game losing streak, a three-game losing streak. they got to be able to put a band on that quick, and I think you're able to put a band on things like that with accountability. they got to be guys that everyone in that room listens to efficiently. That's how this team pulls off a miracle. Because, again, individually, they can do things. But you don't win NHL games based on individual talent. They got to find the recipe to winning. And they got to start off by being accountable on the daily. Hey, speaking of being accountable, okay? We did it again. You're Canucks every day. Like I said, this episode wasn't supposed to come out. Uh, but that didn't sit right with me, okay? For real. Uh, we didn't tell you on yesterday's episode that we wouldn't be here. Uh, we can't lie to you. And we tell you it's your Canucks every day. We got to pull through with the promise. Like I said, y'all from Surrey. We loyal, baby, on this side. Anywho, that was another episode of Locked on Canucks. If you enjoy the show, subscribe, hit the like button, and leave us a review and follow us wherever you stream this on your favorite podcatcher. Trevor Bags will be back tomorrow. And on Thursday, we're going to be uploading that episode that he had with the people over at Locked on Kings. Okay, are the LA Kings the next rival for the Vancouver Canucks? Think about it. Think about it. For them to take the next step and to pull off their goals and to make the people happy on this side and in the room, they got to be better than the L.A. Kings. The the feud is going to start this season. Let us know in the comments below how you feel about that. I'm going to get out of your way. Again, my name is Kyle Bowen. Have a good morning, a good afternoon, a good night. We don't know when you're watching or listening to this, but, hey, we'll see you tomorrow. Peace.